I got a message the other day from Brian over LinkedIn thanking me for my videos, saying that I inspired him to begin his journey to go out and buy a business. And then I thought, what have I done? Maybe there are reasons people shouldn't buy a business. I'm David C. Barnett, and you're tuned in to Small Business and Dealmaking, the podcast, YouTube channel, and blog, where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses while controlling risk. So if you're looking to take control of your future through buying a business one day, or if you already own a business and you're looking to grow or exit, you've come to the right place. I talk about interesting things, I talk to interesting people, and I answer your questions every week right here. So be sure to hit like, and be sure to hit subscribe, and let's get to it. Hey everyone. So I was I was thinking about Brian's comment and I was thinking, you know, are my videos just too positive? Am I presenting this opportunity of buying and selling businesses in too positive a light? Maybe there are some really strong or important reasons why people shouldn't be doing this. Because over the course of the last few years, you know, I've been talking about this stuff on YouTube and I have a, a program that people should sign up for. If you want to buy a business, you should go over to businessbuyeradvantage.com where you can learn about my online course that teaches people how to do this. One of the success outcomes in my mind of that program is when somebody goes through the course and then they email me and they say, Dave, wow, this has been such a fantastic program. I've learned so much about buying businesses and now I'm absolutely certain that this isn't for me. And I actually call that a success outcome. And the reason is because if somebody realizes, hey, I don't have the personality, the parts, the experience, the expertise, or the, the desire, or the willingness to go through what it's going to take to do this, and to then become an operator, then I've potentially helped someone save a lot of time and money, right? And so what I wanted to do today is I wanted to come up with a list of reasons why someone might not want to buy a business. Um, and some of these are going to require a little bit of introspection, which is where I always believe that you should start this journey is through thinking a little bit about yourself and, and you know, self-knowledge and maybe even doing some of these like online personality tests and things that, that you've got access to. A lot of them are free, help do an analysis. You answer a bunch of questions and it puts you in some kind of category. Myers-Briggs is one of the big well-known ones, but you can do some of this stuff and, and really reflect upon who you are as a person, what makes you tick, what you're interested in, what your ambitions are, and and are you willing um, to do what it's going to take? So the number one reason that I came up with not to buy a business um, is if you are a lazy person. So if you don't like to work and you really just want to check into your job, get paid and check out and then go do other things, um, buying a business is not for you. And it may seem silly that I put this at the top of my list, but you would be amazed at how many people I meet who the first words out of their mouth are, I want to buy a business that will run on its own with managers and I never have to go there. I never have to do anything. And I just collect a check. And if you want to own a company that way, the way to do it would be to buy the shares of a publicly traded company because you will become an owner of a business and not have to go there and never have to do anything. And you will get a dividend, although, it's probably pretty small, right? Um, but that's that's the lazy path to business ownership. If you're going to become the owner of a small or medium-sized business, it is going to require your involvement. Even if there's management in place, you are still going to have to develop the skill set required 
to supervise and oversee uh, what what people term an absentee business, absentee owner business, which are never really truly absentee owner. Anyway, so that's number one. Number two reason not to buy a business is uh, that you don't want responsibility. So one of the things that comes with owning a business is that you get to be the boss and you get to have a lot of freedom and you get to have a lot of decision-making ability. And with freedom uh, comes the fact that you are responsible for everything. So yeah, you get to decide maybe when you're going to work and what new things you're going to do in the business and all that kind of stuff. But uh, you have to make sure there's enough money in the bank account on payday because the people that work for you rely on you. And so a lot of people will actually dream of owning a business. And this is the thing that freaks them out either before they get into business, they'll realize one night, you know, I'm going to be responsible for all this stuff. It's going to be a lot of weight on my shoulders or they get into a business and then they're slammed with the responsibility problem. And then they have a hard time. And so I've, I've actually met a lot of people who've become business owners who end up in a stressed out panic after the acquisition because the weight of all the responsibility suddenly falls upon them. It's, it's why having some kind of business management experience in someone else's business before you have your own is often important and, uh, and can be helpful in, in learning how to deal with that kind of stuff. Number three reason that you should probably not buy a business is goal misalignment. So what do I mean by that? Well, I, I'm meeting a lot of people who have these ideas about like changing the world or achieving these like socially beneficial outcomes through business ownership. So they want to own a business because they want to help house the poor, for example. There's a long history of businesses aligning themselves with charitable interests. So, you know, a forest company that gets in line with uh, tree planting, right? Makes sense. You know, they're involved in harvesting trees, so they get involved in tree planting and other environmental stuff, maybe preserving habitats for certain animals, things of that nature. Let's get one thing straight. Um, those efforts are marketing, right? They, they're trying to improve the image of the business through being involved in some kind of social or charitable outcome. If your number one goal in becoming involved in something is to have a charitable outcome, I don't believe that you should be acquiring a business. I think that you should be getting involved with or starting a charity. So for example, I know someone who runs an animal rescue. Um, they don't pretend it's a business. It's, it's a charity to help uh, find homes for dogs, right? That, so make sure that your goals and what you're trying to accomplish are actually in alignment with what business is. Um, and in my opinion, I know there's varying opinions, uh, business is getting out into the world and offering a solution to either people's pains or providing them with their desires in exchange for money and doing so in a profitable fashion so that you can do it over and over again and be rewarded for your efforts. That's, that's what a business is. And so, you have to have that profit motive. Unprofitable businesses don't survive. They just they just don't last. And you have to have a good profit because uh, you can't just make it for years and years and years because everything gets worn down. You have to have reinvestment. There needs to be healthy profit in a business. Um, the number four reason why you should probably not buy a business is if you're desperate for cash. So if you're broke and you have no money and you think that buying a business is a quick solution to increasing your income, 
you should probably not buy a business. Um, whenever somebody is in a desperate position for cash, it means that they are likely going to fall into a scarcity mindset, which is not the place you want to be mentally when you're in a deal to negotiate for the acquisition of a business. You want to be in a place of abundance in your mind because the only real power that a buyer has in doing a deal is being able to walk away and not do the deal, right? And the only way that you're going to be able to do that is if you know you have other options. Sometimes I'll be approached by people who want to quit their job to go buy a business, uh, become a full-time searcher, uh, or someone who has lost their employment and they want to replace their income through buying a business. And one of the first things I'll tell them to do is to get a source of income. Because if they're living off their capital um, or, or if they're broke, um, they're going to get into that scarcity mindset. They're going to feel that they need to do a deal in order to get the income flowing. And that's when you make a mistake and you end up in a bad deal. Number five reason not to buy a business is if you are undercapitalized. What does that mean? It means if you don't have enough money to do the acquisition. So I, I, I put in my notes here, survivorship bias. I put a great, uh, actually I can show you where it is. So if you are broke and you feel that you are going to buy a business because somebody told you that you can do this, uh, here's what I'd like you to do. And I'll describe this for people that are, that are listening. Um, so if you head over to my blog site, here it is, davidcbarnett.com. We'll lead you over to my blog site. Um, there's an introduction video, which you're welcome to watch. It tells you a little bit about me and my background. Just below that, there's the product map, which talks about all my different courses, books, and services that I do. So it explains it all. People were getting confused, so I made a map. Anyway, along this bar are the different page sections. And then the rightmost one here is called Buy a Business with No Money. And if you click that one, you're going to go through to a page which is going to have all of the different videos and articles that I've written over the course of time. Um, they're just not appearing here quite yet, but it's going to have all the videos that I've ever done on the topic of buying a business with no money. And it's going to explain the truth about just how difficult it is. But the biggest thing about buying a business with no money, and I'm going to scroll down here because I put the article on this website. Um, yeah. This article here, what are your chances of getting shot down when you fly your P-51 into German flak? Okay. It's from September, 2019. The reason why that article is so important is because it addresses a psychological topic called survivorship bias. So when you go into the world and you're broke and you come across this idea of buying a business, you will find stories of people who had no money and successfully did all of these things and everything lined up just perfectly and they succeeded in business and they did the deal and now they're happy and they're telling you how they did it. What you will not come across is that for every one of those people, there's probably a thousand that tried to pull it off and failed and ended up in a far worse position than they did before. But those people are not giving TED Talks or making videos, right? They're trying to move on with their life. So if you're broke, it's a, one of the best reasons out there not to buy a business. Um, check out this web page, check out my website under the tab, buy a business with no money. If you want to learn more, if you need convincing. Okay. Um, number six reason not to buy a business. Um, you don't know anything about the business model or the industry. So this is a big one. 
And this is one of the, every time I hear someone say that they're industry agnostic, I kind of chuckle because what they're trying to say is I'm looking for a business. I'm not really sure what I'm looking for. I'm just kind of looking for something interesting. The problem with that is every time you look at a business opportunity, if you don't understand the business model, you have to educate yourself about how that business works and about how they make money. And that takes time and that takes effort. And there's always an opportunity for you to miss something important if you're not familiar with the industry, right? And so this is why I say to people, like take advantage of your skills and knowledge and figure out what you do know and focus your attention on those industries that you're familiar with or that have a strong um, analogous relationship. What do I mean? Um, Well, for example, if you have experience in the electrical contracting industry, um, what are you doing? You're bidding on based on plans maybe for new construction or you're doing service work at people's homes or businesses and you're coordinating the travel of you know technicians going to places, you're buying materials, you're advertising. All of those skills could be translated into a plumbing business, right? Very easily, it's very analogous. And that's what I mean by analogous. So you want to make sure that you understand the industry. When you go out and you go looking for a business to buy, um, you will, fail at acquisitions, right? You're going to find a business, you're going to start negotiating, you're going to look at financials and the deal's not going to work out. Well, if you keep going from one industry to another and you keep going through the learning curve every time, you're just going to waste tons and tons and tons of your most precious resource, which is time. Whereas if you're focused on one particular industry and it doesn't work out, the next time you look at a business in that industry, guess what? A lot of the work you did to examine the first business can be recycled. You can actually reuse the knowledge, the research, maybe even some of the forecasting and spreadsheet tools that you built for the first analysis can be used in the second analysis. If you're looking at multiple businesses in the same industry, you then uh, get the ability to benchmark them against each other. Even though you didn't do a deal, you still know the results of that business. And you look now at the third or fourth business in that category, you can start to compare that business with the ones you looked at before. There's all kinds of advantages for being focused on an industry. Um, Number seven, the number seven reason you should not buy a business is if your vision of success is not profit. So this kind of relates with the goal misalignment one that I talked about before, but what do I mean by that? Well, um, I've met people Um, who boast about their business in all the wrong ways. Um, And the very first time I I read about this is I was reading about the Michael Milken uh, junk bond M&A days of like the 1980s. And they were talking about these CEOs of these publicly traded companies who wanted to do M&A deals to buy other companies, um, not really because there was any kind of synergy or advantage to having the two companies together, but because these CEO guys were like heading up a $700 million company in sales every year, they wanted to buy a $300 million sales company so that they could then tell their friends at the golf course that they ran a billion dollar company, right? Not in alignment at all with the idea of profitability or anything, just ego, right? And so I've run into people who boasted to me about the number of employees they have, about you know the sales that they have, or the number of offices that they have, you know, like my business has seven offices across the country. Okay. How much money do you make? Right. That's what I mean. You do some soul searching and figure out what success looks like to you. 
because there are a lot of businesses out there that look successful, that are doing different things that seem to give an air of success, or the owner or the managers of that business are shooting towards metrics that don't relate to profit. And I think that you, if you have any of these kinds of ideas about um, things that are simply ego drivers, then you should really reconsider about whether or not you want to buy a business. And the last one, number eight reason why you should not buy a business is if you can figure out a way to end up with all the advantages of ownership without being the owner or taking any risk. And so that's an interesting one. Uh, but there have been a few times when I've done consulting calls with people where they've been talking to me about how to try to work out a deal to buy a business. And I've actually suggested some completely different things that would allow them to have almost all the advantages of being an owner without the downside and without the complications. So again, it's, it's just how creative do you want to be and what sort of position place uh, do you want to have in the universe? Anyway, so I hope you found that useful. Uh, I'll remind everyone that uh, if you want to learn more about how to buy a business in a risk-controlled way, you should head over to businessbuyeradvantage.com where I explain all the different steps of my business buying uh, services. And you can sign up for my online course called Business Buyer Advantage, which has been done by hundreds and hundreds of people. It's got a money-back guarantee. Satisfaction is assured. Over the course of time that it's been available, like a small handful of people have asked for their money back. I'm absolutely confident that you'll enjoy the program if buying a business is something you feel that you want to do. And I keep adding to the program. So whenever you sign up for it, whether it's today or tomorrow or two years ago, you always have lifetime access to it. You can always get back into it. And past students can always get in and see the new modules. I just added a module a few months ago on doing share purchases and understanding net normal position and working capital on top of other modules that were added in the last couple of years. So with that, I'll say see you later. It's been a blast and uh, we'll talk with you soon. So how can you learn more about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses? Easy. Head over to my blog site, davidcbarnett.com, where you can learn more about me and how I work with my clients. You can learn more about my books and the online courses that I've prepared for you. You can find out about how to subscribe to my email list, the YouTube playlists, etc. There's literally hundreds of hours of content there, all for free, and I'd love for you to be my guest. Special thanks go out to Jeff Alpaw Customs for being my tailor. Men all around the world can look dangerous, just like me, with the help of Jeff Alpaw Customs. JeffAlpaw.com. Use the code DCB10 to save. They handle multiple currencies and ship anywhere you happen to be.